Welcome to the Adam Principle, inspiration and information for your transformation. Once again, I get to talk to Dr. Jack Hawks. Hey, hey, Dr. Jack Hawks. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you. And um, what I wanted to kind of address some specific topics and, um, you know, we can become a new creation, you know, our own Adam so to speak, at any age. But one thing that happens commonly to men as they age is loss of libido and loss of morning erections and those sort of things. And, you know, I've heard some about free testosterone and prolactin, and I wanted to get some of your medical expertise since you often work with aging men. um, Yes. About this topic. Okay, some of the uh, information that I found, a couple of studies showed a direct correlation with between free testosterone and erectile function as well as libido. Some of the things they noticed is that prior to the age of 30, there could be a low free testosterone, but a high enough total testosterone. So they didn't notice a direct correlation with libido in younger men. Once you hit the age of 30, a drop in the free testosterone, which is correlated with it, as well as a significant drop in libido. So if we can increase free testosterone, they found an increase in libido and, and erectile function. Um, the second point is, is with prolactin, there's a direct correlation with libido and an elevation in prolactin. And I've seen some correlation with uh, cortisol, which everybody seems to be stressed now with the pandemic and all these different things. An increase in cortisol will directly suppress not only free testosterone, but increase a, a slight increase in prolactin which will directly correlate with a drop in libido and a drop in erectile function. So with libido, are there certain lifestyles or certain medications that cause elevated prolactin? You know, there are some medications. Uh, typically, they're more dopaminergics. You can see opiates increasing prolactin levels. You can see uh, psychotropics increasing it. And I. I've tried to look into herbals, but I haven't been able to find anything correlated with it directly. So um, it could be anecdotal. Well, um, when you say psychotropics, what do you mean for our audience? What? I'm sorry. What 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 drugs would be in, under psychotropics? Um, they'd be you know, dopamine-like agents, uh, antipsychotics, ones that work more for bipolar disease. Um, those are some of the common ones. Your SSRIs don't do it like uh, um, Prozac or, uh, you know, those type of agents. Uh, so the majority of them are more on the dopamine side. Okay. Um, are th- is is Does prolactin naturally go up as people get older? No. The only time that you see that is... It, it, for example, if a, if a man's injecting testosterone, sometimes they'll see an elevation in prolactin. I think it has to do with the direct feedback with FSH. Where there's a drop of FSH, you'll see a slight elevation in the prolactin. So I have used medications to drop, drop a man's prolactin level, and they do have better sexual function and uh, better erectile function. Okay. What about HCG? Does it affect prolactin? I have not seen any correlation with HCG and prolactin. I've seen HCG increase FSH. So if you're a indirect feedback, HCG decreases the prolactin. 
Okay. Do you think there's any benefit from like the liquid oral HCG drops that I see for diets and things like that, like the HCG diet? Um, this is from personal experience, but I see that the sublingual and the oral preparations for HCG are significantly less effective than actually the sub-Q HCG preparations that you can use. Okay. So what medications do you use to lower prolactin? safest one is cabergoline. Uh, there is another one called uh, bromocryptine, but bromocryptine, you have to dose it every day, where cabergoline, you can dose it once a week and you get the same effect. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, um, is there anything that someone can do to elevate their free testosterone? And that's, that's one of these and it's great and everything to want to elevate your free testosterone, but you got to check your total. Um, you can use Tribulus, which is an counter. And, you know, a lot of these companies advertise testosterone. All it really does is increase testosterone. But if you don't have testosterone, want, but once the tank, the tank's empty, then you need, you need, you need to inject or get a, a exogenous outside the body rip replacement of testosterone. Can um, HCG elevate testosterone enough to where, you know, if someone's like 30 and not be doing injectable testosterone, but do HCG instead? Absolutely. HCG will increase the body's production of testosterone to a certain extent. And especially if you have a male that wants to have children, you don't want to replace the testosterone yet because then it suppresses the production of, of sperm, basically. So the HCG will naturally increase your FSH, which will encourage the testicles to put out more testosterone, but keep them fertile if they want to have children. Okay. That's good to know. Um, so the tribulus, do you know the mechanism that it raises the free testosterone and even though it doesn't do total testosterone? Yeah, I don't think that they know the direct effect. All they know is that this medication mimics uh, another agent that allows the protein to release the testosterone from a bound protein to cause it to be free testosterone but it doesn't encourage FSH. And the only real thing that encourages uh, your body to produce more testosterone is increasing FSH. Is, are there natural ways to do that other than uh, injectable HCG? Um, there is, it's a fertility drug that they use a lot um, for, for women. And um, you can use it in men, it's an oral agent instead of injecting uh, HCG but uh, it's only by prescription. I haven't found any supplement that increases your natural testosterone from the testicles. Gotcha, interesting. Um, so it, it, taking exogenous testosterone can elevate prolactin. Um, can taking exogenous testosterone cause you to make less free testosterone can can the body kind of freak out and bind more of it to the the protein the globulin um the sex binding globulin uh, the the only way once it's saturated it's saturated so your free is naturally going to go up um your body won't make more sex binding globulin it only maintains a certain level so therefore you have so much bound testosterone 
So if you're injecting exogenous, you're basically flooding the system and then it causes your free to go up. So if a man starts um, taking testosterone, i.e. a topical cream or injection, that exogenous testosterone, it'll increase the free by default. Okay. So what about the creams as far as contaminating your wife, your children, things like that? You know, I mean, it seems like it's riskier than doing injectable testosterone. And I totally agree. I, I think there are pros and cons to everything. Um, men seem to that like the cream, like to apply it every day. The biggest, the biggest one that causes men to go to creams is a fear of needles. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, the most effective and the longest acting getting you the same level all the time is injectable. Now, did you know that um, I started an acupuncture clinic here like six or seven months ago? I think I kind of heard about that, but you, tell me about it. Well, where I was going with it is it kind of surprises me because I have people come in who have multiple tattoos and a fear of needles. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the most common thing. I get these guys, that they, they're tattooed everywhere. And they say, oh, I don't want to inject in, in my butt. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> right. I thought they were joking at first. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty funny. And they're like, no, man, seriously. <laughs> but on, on the flip side of that, once they start doing it and they feel the way they, they do, I had a patient just call me yesterday, the other day, and he said, I feel like myself again. And he said, now the needle doesn't, I'm not afraid of it because I know that once I get it, and I hate to use the comparison between a heroin addict, but the thing is when they see that blood flash before they inject it and they feel that euphoria, the testosterone gives them that feeling, but it's a sustain. It's the difference between happiness and euphoria. <laughs> so... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, I mean, there are so many stories out there that of course it has a effect on especially men's well-being. Um, yeah. If somebody was say 29 and their testosterone was a little bit low, what would you do? What blood tests would you do? Would you go with HCG? And what if they, what if they're kind of undecided on more kids or they might want more kids? And here's another, I think it all is a, a very open-ended discussion and they need to be really honest with you. But most of the cases, when I have a discussion like that, I said, okay, if you want to go the testosterone route, we can convert back to HCG if you want to have kids. But there's never a point of no return, so to speak, but your likelihood of fertility go down slightly. So I want to know what their goals are can be conservative and say, okay, we can see HCG. We can test your testosterone, your free in total in three months and see how your the HCG is working. If it's working, we'll continue that therapy. If it's not, and your testosterone is not coming up, you're kind of stuck with testosterone because there have been other studies that show high testosterone by injection will also increase fertility. So there's, there's this conflicting evidence. So it has to be a decision that you make with the patient when they're informed. Cool. That is good to know. That is really good to know. So a person can come off of taking testosterone for an extended period and recover to some extent. Yes, to some extent. See, because there is no correlation between sperm production and testosterone levels. That is one thing I've never been able to correlate. So you can do testosterone, which will suppress the testicles from producing it, as well as sperm. That you produce with the HCG will increase sperm, but it may not increase testosterone to where you want it to be. Good to know. That's good to know. Um, so, uh, Dr. 
Hawks. Your clinic is in Peoria, Arizona? Yes, sir. I have Peoria and I'm just uh, opened a satellite office in Prescott Valley. That's awesome. I love Prescott Valley. Chino and Prescott. Um, I would love to end up there someday. It's uh, doesn't have that traffic. That downtown area by the courthouse is awesome. It, it's kind of a bigger town but with a small town feel. And that's what I like about it. Nice. Um, can you give us our, your phone numbers to those offices? It's, uh, it's the same number. It's 623-217-2971. Cool. Dr. Hawks, thank you so much for taking this time. And I want to talk to you soon about um, the what's going on in your life and how it's affecting your powerlifting. Uh, because right now, I new listeners may not know that you have world records in powerlifting and you've had a number of setbacks. Uh, yeah. g- give, me, give me a partial list of those setbacks and that'll <laughs> set it up for the next time we talk. <laughs> Well, it, probably the last five months, I've had um, a pinched nerve at C6, C7, lost tricep and, and pec strength. And then I was diagnosed with uh, invasive malignant melanoma. And then more recently with atrial flutter slash atrial fib. So some that's a lot to go through. The heart, oh, yeah. the, the cancer, um, the pinched nerve in the neck. And you were what? You were like two weeks out from breaking some new world records at a competition? Yeah, I actually had the bench press record on the on the docket of 530 pounds, and then with the pinched nerve, it dropped from 530 pounds to about 135. Wow, wow, man, that's that's heartbreaking. That's a lot to deal with, but you're coming back and you're moving forward in different ways. Oh, absolutely. You the, when did you open the office in Prescott Valley? It's only been about probably two months ago that we started to put feelers out and found a place and. We've seen a few patients, so it's moving forward. Nice. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. I am thinking about coming out to Arizona next month. I'm trying to get some things arranged, and you're my doctor, so seeing you is one of those. I wouldn't mind going up to Prescott Valley, though. That I like that area. It'd be great. Thank you, Dr. Hawks. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.